I think you asked about, you say, was there a quote or something that you kind of, you know, live by? And what I wrote in there was, my people perish for lack of knowledge. That's what was happening with me. You know, you can exercise. I can just, ex- nope, you got to do all of these things. It's a synergy that you're going to develop from all. It's not the one. It's not one of these four things. It's all of them. And so, I mean, if you're, if you're honest with yourself, you say, oh, wow, I thought I, I thought I knew. Thinking that you know and actually being informed are two different things. And so I was like, oh, I have this, you know, background, whatever, but it didn't equate to good health. Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Mother Project podcast. In just a moment, you're about to hear a powerful and inspiring conversation between myself and one of our Fit Mother program members, Eve Toussaint. Eve is 58 years young, and she's been on an incredible journey using this Fit Mother program initially to improve her health parameters. She went to the doctor and found that she was going to need to be put on a third blood pressure medication, and her parents have a history of having health issues, and she saw the trajectory her life was heading, and she decided enough was enough. I'm going to try to find a way to fix this, and she stumbled upon her Fit Mother YouTube channel, and she had a background in strength training and even powerlifting, as you're going to hear, and she liked what she saw. She ends up joining the program, and boy, was she in for a treat. Over the course of the last few phases, she's gone through FM30X phase one, two, and three. Eve's dropped close to 20 pounds. She's so much stronger. She's more consistent. Her menopause symptoms have improved in many different parameters. And she just feels so much better and happier and on track with the sustainable plan she can actually stick to. So this is a powerful conversation where we touch on the mental, the physical, the emotional aspects and how important it is to track and journal your progress along the way and how to stay consistent, especially when you're getting older and you may have a history of injuries and stuff like that. Eve's had it all and she shares a lot of great wisdom. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode with Fit Mother, Eve Toussaint. All right, Eve, welcome officially to the Fit Mother Project podcast, my friend. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I've been looking forward to it all month. Yep, me too. I'd love to kick this off by you introducing yourself to all the ladies listening. Your name, your age, where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about your work and family. Okay, great. I'm Eve Toussaint. I am 58, and I have been married for 35 years. I have three grown children. Two of them have children, so yay, I'm a grandma. <laughs> yeah, grandma. Fit grandma. Yeah, get, getting <laughs> trying to, and trying to be more fit. That's right. I love it. Grandma is the best job I have. I have a military background. That was actually how I cut my teeth in the working world. Um, I went through West Point. I did some activities. So one thing that actually drew me to the fit, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself, but what drew me actually to your podcast was that I have a lifting background. I was a power lifter in college. and Seriously? Absolutely. And so I noticed that you had fantastic form. And I said, you know, a lot of times these folks on YouTube, they're they're just kind of Walking to get out there, but you, I, every, I soon, that was one thing I just noticed immediately that you and your knowledge, you weren't just, you were a doctor. There was just so many pluses, but that was one thing that drew me to you. And so anyway, my, my lifting background, I also threw the, I did about five or six things in college. I did, I threw the 20 pound hammer for a bit. I ran track. It's required. At a, I was at a military college. It's required. But anyway, uh, I did, I think I did soccer too for a little bit, but I just did a lot of things and I enjoy, I did powerlifting for about three and a half years and I did, and I, I think I ran track for three and a half years as well. So that's a little bit about me. So that's how I got started. 
And then I also have about 26 plus years in the nonprofit world, currently working for a nonprofit. I'm the uh, chief financial officer for an educational nonprofit here in North Carolina. And I also have a little bit of financial background. Um, but most of my, I would say in every, in all throughout my now 40 year work history, just about every job I've had has, has had something to do with admin and logistics. So that's my long suit. And that's me. I love being a grandma, wife and mother. And I love it that I'm more fit now. For sure. That's awesome. What a way to kick this off. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, that's a really nice, fun summary of some highlights of your life. And I think it's super admirable. And I have so much respect for, I don't know, just seems like you've done a lot, like whether it's your <laughs> career, your interests, your family life. And now you're kind of here in this, like we call it like a back half chapter yeah. now working on your health and your fitness, yeah. you know, still contributing big time in the workforce with your family. Um, and how specifically did you find the Fit Mother Project? Was it on YouTube videos or something like that? It, it was on YouTube. And I it's been about two years ago now um, because I started in April of last year. And I know it had been about a year, maybe a year, a little bit over a year before I found you. And I was looking for, honestly, because of my military, I have to say it this way, because of my military background, I'm used to working out with men. And I actually prefer working out with men. They, they have a different kind of a, they have a different flow. And so I was used to that because that's what I did on the powerlifting team. And so when I saw you, which was, I thought that was different because your focus, you were a man, but your focus was on women, at least because I didn't know about the Fit Father Project at the time. So I said, wow, that's kind of different. I said, he's a medical doctor and you know, you know, a real doctor, not like Dr. Pepper. So I was glad about that. That made me, that made me smile. I said, like, oh, wait a minute. So I can, I can, it makes me, you know, receive the information, you know, um, from you easier. I said, cause he's had training. So anyway, just, I thought about your, I looked at that and again, your form and everything. So that drew me to the podcast. And I also, not your podcast, you say the uh, the channel. And so when I started checking it out, I was like, oh, there's a whole lot in here. And so I started, you know, little bits, you know, a little bit of time I started with one and I liked whatever video, I, I can't remember exactly what I started with, but whatever it was, it was, I just was, uh, I was very impressed with just the way that you talk to your listeners and not down, you didn't have a condescending tone. Cause a lot, sometimes you hear people and they'll say, you know, you need to stop being lazy. And, they, and it's more like, there's a put down at first, you know, get up, you know, but you were just saying, you know, you kind of just met us where, meet us right where we are. Uh, you're talking about mothers, we know your schedule is busy and, you know, something about you just acknowledging that there are reasons for, that we get in a certain way because no, nobody, I don't think anyone starts out saying, hey, yeah, I really want to be really unfit and unhealthy. That's my goal. Nobody starts that way. But in just real life, as you're caring for a family, I know that by, I would say by and large, at least the mothers that I've come in contact with, most of the time mothers just tend to put themselves less. Not always, but there is a tendency to say, okay, I will get around to me, got to get the kids, got to get everybody. And I know I'm one of those mothers that if my house is not the way I want it, I, am not, I, I can't focus on myself. I, it has to, I want things in a particular order. I want everything in order, which is really, really hard to do with three children. <laughs> so... Um, but you know, we, you, you do what you can and that, that, and that's what I did. So, um, and I think that's what a lot of women, a lot of women do. We do what we can. I completely agree. And so you probably enjoyed the organization of the program itself because that probably spoke to you in terms of how you think and how you like things presented, I imagine. Exactly. And I, and I'm, I'm sure that's from my military, but in the military, of course, everything has structure. And I found out that what I needed, because one of the things I had tried previously was intermittent fasting. And intermittent fasting is great because it's, of course, it's incorporated into your 
uh, program, but I discovered that I needed more structure. And I, I found out, and one, one thing about the military, me while I was in the military, I really did, I think I uh, thrived in the military when I was in it, is because there is a lot of structure. You don't have to guess. I don't like guessing. I like knowing. What am I supposed to do now? And in this program, and that was one thing that, that, that uh, impressed me about your videos, by the way, you, your pacing, you did the extra, I was, I watched how the time, you know, you didn't do reps super fast. You didn't do a lot of jumping around. Your form was excellent. You told about rest. You said you got to rest this much. And I was like, wow, he's, he's, I was like, wait a minute, it's like a coach. He's telling us exactly. And so I found that that was extremely helpful for me. And, you know, some, for some folks, maybe they like to just, you know, maybe be more freewheeling, but I personally benefit from, from structure. Uh, it was everything about this program. Um, even the, there's a lot of information. I know the first go around because I'm I'm like I reset. Um, I actually missed a lot of it because not a lot of it, but more so than I just didn't take advantage of it as much. And I think because I was I was having to focus so much of my energy on consistency. Yep. And I, I think it just absorbed everything else. So I was just like, I, let me just get this in, you know. So um, I just did what I could there, but. I want to pause there because I think that's actually a really important point that hasn't been brought up as explicitly. It's like when we're on these health and fitness journeys, there's like different focus points yes. regarding like how far we are along. In the beginning, you're right. The energy is about becoming more consistent mm-hmm. with eating, becoming more consistent with exercise. Then as you go further on, you become like a sponge once you have yes. some momentum where you can like actually absorb and understand some of the deeper frameworks and strategies and the why behind certain things. Absolutely. And then I think that's just like part of the architecture of transformation. Because then once you understand the why, then it's more motivating and you're a little more solid. So it's cool to hear. I'd like to fast forward a little bit and kind of like frame this in talk about the how of your journey, like how it was going through the phases. But first off, like what has changed in your life in the couple years since you've been around Fit Mother Project and like made the changes? What's changed physically, mentally, emotionally? Give us like a snapshot and a high level overview of some of the transformations you've experienced. I would think that the most significant, apart from the weight, which is great, fantastic, yay, because that's that was part of my focus. But my goal in starting this program was to get off of blood pressure medication. Both my parents have high blood pressure. Their parents had, you know, so it's a lot of that, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily hereditary, but I do know that if you copy what people do, I do know that if you follow someone's example, you may get their same results. And so um, if you become sedentary and eat the same foods that you did when you were young and your body was, you know, metabolizing food at a different weight, yeah. Um, you can't, I, I discovered you can't do that and still get the same, uh, uh, you know, then get the same results. So I got to the point, March 29th, I will tell you, I know the exact date, March 29th, 2022, I had a blood pressure checkup. And at this blood pressure checkup, my doctor said, Hey, we're going to need to start you on uh, a third medication. I said, I'm not going to take it. I said, I won't do it. I won't do it. I said, give me a minute to get myself together. I said, if I, you need me to come back in 30 days or something, I said, but I said, I will not take three medications. I said, I will not do it. I already hate taking medicine in the first place. And I said, just give me a minute. I said, I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do, but just give me a minute. Five days later, April, well, maybe six at the time, because I guess March has 21 days, 30, 31 days, but April the 4th, at any rate, April 4th, 19, I mean, 2022, I started this program and I have the pictures. And I mean, I, I just, when I look at those pictures now, I just look swollen, but I remember how I felt. I felt out of control. My body felt like I just felt like I was swelling uncontrollably. 
I'm having a lot of the menopause things. I had a hysterectomy back in 2016. My body just started doing lots of different things then. And I just felt, I really honestly felt like I could not control my body. And at the time I thought I was doing intermittent fasting pretty well. I said, clearly this is not working. (laughs) So I had done all of the things. I've done CrossFit. I've done a membership in CrossFit kind of, it worked to an extent, but I was, my joints were so sore. Some I have some, I'm 58, so I've had lots of injuries. Um, I've been in the military. I have some very specific injuries that are, that you just don't get unless you're in the military. Um, If you've jumped out of a plane lately, um, let me know. But I have some injuries that are related to jumping out of a plane. Um, So it's just a, it's just a lot. Certain things just, you know, I had a, a degree of success, but not consistently. And that was the thing. What my husband has said to, to me about since I've been on this program, you know, I was, I was, I was struggling one day. I was kind of, I was a little frustrated. I kind of hit one of those plateaus and I was like, man, I'm doing, I said, I, I, I you know, I'm taking the notes, I'm doing the things. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm not moving. He said, but he said, but you're keeping the weight off. And I, I was like, whoa, he's noticed, you know? So that to me was significant because this is probably the long, apart from my time in the military. So from, I started 1982 to 1991, that's basically mandatory. You got to run, the army runs everywhere. That's what I was, I was known. And so that's mandated. So you gotta, you gotta stay in shape or if you get, you know, if not, you know, they will discharge you. So stay in shape. But I would say since having my last child in 2000, I'm sure this is the longest that I have maintained my weight. They, they just come off. I'm sure. I'm, I'm, there's no, there's no contest. And again, it's the, it's the, it's the structure that has, that has helped me, but that was the marker is that, that doctor visit really changed. It really, it was a line in this. It literally was a line in saying, I said, no, I cannot go any further like this. And so I knew I had to do something. Um, and I just thought about, I know this is a long winding answer, but I thought about what had gotten me to that point. I said, okay, I've had children, you know, and I was like, I'm trying to do this, trying to do that. And I thought about the word. One thing I discovered as I was deciding to start this program is that I realized that the word should was a snag point for me. I kept my whole, this whole time, I kept telling myself, you should be able to do this. You should be. And, and I kept going back. Oh, you know, well, you know, in college you were able to, yeah, I was, a, <laughs> I was 25. I mean, it was a long time ago. And so your body will not perform, you know, it's, I don't know why, but it's just amazing how you can get tripped up with life in itself. Just live, getting through life can just, so some kind of way that can be, all this minutia can get in there and keep you from thinking clearly. And I clearly was not, how did I think that at 58, I was going to do the same thing as I was doing at eight? <laughs> I don't know. but that word kept coming up. And I was like, I should be able to do better. I should be able to do this. And I should, should, should. And, and should wasn't working. I can tell you that. Should got me to the point where I was going to be on three medications. At one point, you know, um, financially, I would say things were more challenging and can, you know, you can't really afford to buy things. And I, and I was like, well, you've, you know, I, I kind of realized you've exhausted all of the free methods. Might be time to invest something, especially in you, it's, going to, it's just going to help you. You're, you're, you're going to be the beneficiary. So that's how I decided. I was like, yeah, let's go ahead and do this because free's not working. Intermittent, I was doing that and, and it wasn't working. And I said, well, free has gotten me to the point where I need more medication. And I also, I also saw that I was actually going down the same path as my parents. I love my parents and they're still, they're, they're still around. They're 79. They're both living great and everything, but they, you know, they're 
heavily medicated. They take medicines for lots of things. And that's not, that's not what I want, but I realized that I was still, I'm still heading in that direction unless I do something different. Yeah. This is powerful. There's a lot of factors, right? I mean, that fateful doctor visit, you drawing the line in the sand, reflection on that guilt of carrying the should and the mindset, and like a lot of things coming together. And I think even the fact that someone invests in this program, like you spend the money that it is, obviously it's not breaking the bank, but just putting the money down is saying, this is important enough for me that I'm going to give this a formal shot. And sometimes that even puts you in the mindset of a beginner's mindset again. Like, I'm going to be willing to just like read whatever this is, follow some instructions, and then you start to get some traction. It's fascinating. It sounds like that's been your experience. Exactly. And it was amazing. You know, when you're you're uncomfortable, I discovered that when I'm uncomfortable, I shouldn't say you, I'm going to say me. When I'm uncomfortable, I, you know, here I'll say, Eve, this will help. So here you've got this guideline. And I was like, oh man, I don't want to do that. I'm going to tell you one thing I really didn't want to do. I really didn't want to do the accountability thing. I was like, I come on. I was like, I can't. But that was one of the most helpful things I, I had. I was so surprised by that. I'm not sure what it is about just that daily check-in, but I guess it, it has to do with the- um, Refocusing the mind. Refocusing and also the connection and I mean, the responses were immediate and they were helpful. It wasn't just like a cookie cutter. It wasn't like a, just an email, a standard. They responded, you know, the responses that Amy gave me to what I was actually going through was very helpful. I just, I didn't, I, I just didn't know that I needed, I needed some encouragement. I needed, I needed someone to say, okay, yeah, well, this is how you evaluate this and now let's go on. And I didn't know that I needed that. Typically in the military, you know, they just say, shut up and push. Okay. They just, <laughs> if you're second, hey, just keep, keep it moving. But I found that it was extremely helpful to have that. And I, I don't know, I can't think of any other program that I've ever, you know, come across that has that as a component that's what you need to, you know, we have accountability coach here for you to do that because uh, I don't know, it just, it just makes it easier for you. For, it made it easy for me to focus um, when I knew that I had someone to ask a question to because sometimes I didn't necessarily send it. Sometimes I send in questions and I'm not, really, I don't do Facebook a whole lot. I look at Facebook for pictures of my grandkids, to be honest with you, Dr. A. Okay. That's all I do. Okay. That's the only reason I get on Facebook. It's a great reason. Okay. <laughs> so, so, but I do, I, but I do read, cause there was uh, every now and someone wrote something and you know, sometimes the ladies, they were saying something. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's me. That's exactly me. I'm right there. And it was motivating in a way that I hadn't anticipated. So, um, just all the benefits of doing something new Yeah. and I would say, and committing to it. So yeah, that's me. That's good. Talk a little bit about your life and your routine. I want to know, especially as you're going through phase one through three, and I know you had to restart a phase one at some point, that's six months of structured program there. And I know it's been longer for you. What has your routine kind of evolved into? And let's talk nutrition first. Like, What does a kind of day in your life look like in terms of what's consistent for you, whether it's intermittent fasting, what do you have in the morning? How do you do your hydration? How do you manage dinners? Being a busy mom and working and grandma and all these things, like, what's the routine that works for you more or less? Well, I reset because I didn't, I hadn't, I said, you know, I could, I'm not quite where I want to be. Um, and actually, I think for me, probably the reset would have, would have come anyway, because it made me realize going through the six, going through that about six months made me realize that I actually could go further because I was, I'm going to tell you, I was just so, I was kind of at a low point and I just did, I didn't think, but I, I just didn't think that I could achieve, but so much and because I have struggled all basically all my life with my weight. But anyway, my routine, 
I will do the meals. I'll kind of break it down in sections. So my meals now, there's a, your recipe guide is just, is even though I don't use a lot of the recipes, what helped me structure standardizing my breakfast. Something about that, I use one of the vegetarian breakfasts and I love meat, but this vegetarian breakfast, it's oats. It's the rolled oats uh, with the chia seeds, hemp seeds, the almond milk and the peanut butter. Um, I don't know what is in, I don't know what about that, but that is nearly magical for me. I eat it every day. I would say I eat it five to six days out of seven. Um, so I do that. I have a salad with protein for meal number two and meal number three is going to be a perfect plate. Um, and I actually just got to the point where I could actually, what, what's that? The low carb days where you have, where you just replace it. I'm actually trying to make every day a low carb day for that. And I've actually gotten to the point where that's, uh, where it's easier to do for me instead of, you know, having to focus on that. So that's, that's a typical day. And what I do is I get up at six 30 because my foundational to everything, all of this, you know, is my faith in God. So I start out with a, I make sure I have time and at the beginning of each day. I find it works better for me at the beginning. That's just the way, because I have a yeah. nine to five job. So it works better for me. I want to do it before. So I have some study time. And I also, because I am on blood pressure medication, I take my blood pressure in the morning. And then I, I do the stretches. There's some stretches that you recommended, hip stretches. And I also, I, that really keyed my focus because you know, I remember back in, um, you know, Jack Lanane, mm-hmm, Jack Lanane, and I, and he would do those kinds of things. And a lot of things that, you know, just standard, typical things, but hip circles help me because I have some issues with my back and then those knee circles. So I, that's a part of my everyday routine. Um, there are, I'm trying to think with, if I include those two stretches, there are 10 stretches that I do in the morning. So I find that it helps. You said to do that. You said we need to stretch before we work out. So it just works. I have some stretches that I do because of accidents injury, I should say injuries as well as uh, accidents. So I do those and flat feet as well. So I have to do some stretches for, for that. Just life, just trying to live, Dr. A, just trying to make it. Um, so do those, <laughs> we do those things. So I do that. I exercise in the morning. I, fi- I have experimented with exercising at night. Not so much. So I exercise. I do, I have a time of self-reflection and study in the morning. I stretch and I exercise, shower and then get on my day. And then I just do that. And I drink the water and, the, and about with respect to the water, I use the schedule that you said. You said drink two. I try to stick to that. I don't always, I kind of waffle, but that's what I'm out. My, my aim, my focus is always to drink two bottles of water immediately and then drink two more bottles before 1030. And then just the way you, you know, and then drink two more bottles before, you know, try to get six bottles. I try to use that. Yeah. And that's the standard for me. I try to do that. And I discovered I am drinking about, I would say eight eight to nine bottles, uh, 16.9 ounce bottles, by the way. So I drink at least, I know I'm drinking at least a gallon a day, which is definitely helpful. But that was, that was kind of tricky. It wasn't the hardest thing, but using your schedule, because I remember one time I was like, man, I'm trying to get this water and I realized I was hitting a snack. And I was like, why don't you follow what they said in this program that you paid for? So anyway, some things like that, you know, we have to take the, you know, you have to it's amazing how your, your body kind of fights change and it'll just do little, your mind will fight change or whatever. And you have to just decide, wait a minute now, I'm, I, just go back to, okay, what do they say do? And so that's what I did when I kind of got off, when I get off course, I just go back to, well, what am I supposed to be doing? And you actually, I want to say it was, I, I, don't, I don't know if it was day 17 because I'm on the reset, whichever day it was, 16, 17, something like that. You were talking about how to just, Hey, let's just recenter and refocus. And you were saying where well, the biggest deal is, you know, getting this meal, your meal prep and your meal routine, get that right. 
get the get some exercises in and get your rest. He said, that's really this program. You were talking about that's the core of the pro- I think I got it right. You were talking about that's the core of the program. He said, everything else is kind of window, not window dressing, but everything else is extra. Yeah. But this is the bed, but this is foundational. Right. You've got to do these things. And so that's that's what I've been trying to do is just to really, really have a solid foundation because I am at the point where it's where the weight is harder to come off. And I've never lost weight easily. I'm not surprised that it's different, but it's kind of like, it's like been shaved off. You know, I was thinking it didn't just drop off me. I, you know, some folks, I was excited for them. It was, exci- it was actually encouraging to hear that some folks had just dropped weight. So, I mean, I was like, well, this is crazy. And, and I'm going to tell you, I love this program because I think some of the first stories that I read were about folks who were older than me. And I was like, wait a minute, that got my attention. I mean, immediately it just, I was like, wait a minute, let me, what? And I was like, 60, what? 70 what? And so anyway, that just was, uh, that was eye opening. And it was extremely encouraging to read someone older, not just the same age, but older was, you know, having this degree of success. And when you look at those pictures, even when it's, it doesn't have to be a lot of pictures, but you see the before and when folks are just, you know, willing to share, which I find just amazing that ladies are like, okay, this is what I look like at the beginning. And this is, and it's amazing. It is so helpful to see progress because sometimes you do you need something to focus on besides, besides, you know, your, the struggle that you're having. And it really, it is, that, that's, that's been extremely helpful. So I hope that was, you know, I got my, you know, that's my meal and everything. Like that's what I do during the day. Yeah, it's great. And I, I think just some underlying themes I want to pull out and emphasize is the program gives you the structure, but ultimately you're experimenting when I, and I'll say the dojo of your own life. You try some things, you learn some stuff, you make some personal realizations. If you feel like you're drifting off track, you come back to center on like the core thing and you keep on working it. And then the power of just doing this alongside other people and getting out of your own head, seeing the bigger picture, getting more faith that this does work by seeing other people go through it. It's like it's hitting on a lot of different key aspects. And so I want to ask you, when it comes to exercise, you know, you've done a lot of different kinds of workouts through Fit Mother and probably different than powerlifting, right? We have a slightly different style of workouts. Let's talk about what it's been like doing the training, what you've learned, how much stronger you've gotten, any other gains or things you've overcome on the exercise front. I would say that I, I like the lifting exercises the best. I do not. And I've never liked cardio. I hate running. And of course, I, for nine years of my life, that was my entire job was to run in the army. I never liked running. But the uh, actually, my favorite exercise of all the whole time was the triple crown. I just love it. Something about that combination of exercises, the four, three, two, I, I don't know what it was, but I just, I think after those workouts, I felt the strongest. I felt the best. I was the most energized and pumped. I, 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 don't, I don't know. But anyway, maybe it's because I like, I do like deads. I like that. That was one of my favorite exercises easily. And I do like the swings, but I did discover that my body, I'm like, I'm not sure what it is. I said, maybe it's just my elbows. I'd had some tendonitis. And so I just had to kind of start over. But what I did was in this re during this reset, I have been making a point to read everything that comes, that you come. So, and in so doing, I ran across something where you were saying, I said, well, if you're having issues, you know, with modify, and if you can't do the modification, you said, just do hit every day. And I was like, how did I miss this the first time around? So I've been doing hit for the last two and a half every day. Um, and I was like, wow, I'm making more gains now than I did before, but I'm allowing these elbows to rest because I was having swelling in my joint. I mean, re- re- uh, pronounced swelling that you can see. And so I said, 
one key thing that you say, you tell us repeatedly, don't, if it's hurting, don't, don't do it if it hurts. You know, why you would have to tell the person, but I'm kind of hard-headed. And so anyway, it's like, no, I should, I get should, will mess you up. I should be, nope. And so anyway, um, stop doing that. But the, the exercises that I like the most, even the Apex 10, the first time that I did it, and I'm thankful for my lifting background because I loved how you tell this is how long it should take you. That's what was missing in a lot of other things. You know, it's like, well, how long, you know, if I do all this, you know, what is a good marker for me to know that I am at least, you know, you need some sort of benchmark. And so you say, okay, well, it might take you an hour. And it, it took me 45 minutes. I was excited about that. That actually made me feel better. Even though I'm right at the beginning, that was the first week. And I was like, I haven't lost any weight, but I did complete this workout in the less time you know, then, you know, the, the, the benchmark time. And I, that really was a motivating factor for me. And I know it's just because of, le- because of weight. So anyway, cause I know how to go from, um, and I, one thing I love about your weight videos, you talk us through it every part and you show, and you, there's a transition, you show how to go from one way. And you also tell us, make sure you have different, you may need different weights. That's very, very important, especially if you've never lifted before. And so all of that was just really helpful. But I, that was really one of the things, I, that was the first week, one of the things that was a high point for me was that I was able to get through that workout in less time. I said, well, I'm out. And it just, it just gave me, it just gave me a boost to know mm-hmm. that. But all the, all the, actually all the lifting workouts are good. I was, there's certain that I, certain ones that I like more than others. But the Triple Crown was my favorite. I'm trying to think of the name of the other one, but the Apex 10 is actually okay. I, I actually, kind of like it. I didn't like it the first time. I, I thought I was going to faint, but. Oh, for sure. And then it becomes that old, old classic that you look back on. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Apex 11, a little harder. I said, oh, there's more exercises in it. I thought, ah, but anyway, but of course you, you know, if you want to build, you got to, you know, you have to challenge yourself more, but, uh, but again, triple crown is my absolute favorite workout, all of the lifting. I think something you said that was really important is, especially when you're starting out, weight is something we all want to see change. That's why we join programs like this. And that's good to track that for sure because it gives you you know, the sense that if you're progressing, but also paying attention from day one to anything that's a success and a win that you can build off of. Got my meals in on time, check. Got the workout in this number of times per week or under a lot of time, check. And like in the beginning, when you don't have a lot of confidence and you're starting out, you need to like have these mental hooks to start to build on blocks, little blocks of your success and your confidence. So training the mind to pay attention to those is very good. And maybe even doing intentional journaling or reflection. I'm curious, did you do any of that? Would you write down your thoughts and feelings at a certain point, log certain things? Was that a part of your progress? Absolutely. I used what you, I started using with you, I would tell you this is my journey. So my journey was, I started with what you have, which you, cause you supplied us a, a journal and you told you, and you gave, I, I love all the, all of the information that came with it. And, and, and then what I did was I had been using something daily myself. And so I kind of, um, created my own like two page version. And, but I found that it was not as effective. I did use it, but I found, I went back and went on this reset. I said, I'm going to use, let me just try to do it just exactly the way they present it. And so I would say every day I've been using that and I definitely find it helpful. It just helps with focus for me. And because yeah. if you can, for me, if I can keep my focus, then that helps me in my consistency. And so I would focus on making sure that I do this. So I plan the night before I get set it up for my way in and all of that. And my goals for the next day, what do I want to do? I said, well, I think about what didn't, what I didn't actually 
do like if for instance I got the water in but I got it in kind of late and I ended up going to the bathroom and I so let's get that water in earlier to your next day so I kind of you know modify it like that but th- that's what I've been doing but the journaling for sure for me it has been extremely helpful yeah. and I do love the I I do like the format that you have given us I do like I like to write anyway and I find it helpful to uh, just jot down like you know different things that happen it's like well you know high energy today or if I had I'm always talking. I'm sorry about this, guys. I hope this doesn't bother. But I'm always talking about my bowels. Okay, it just I've had four abdominal surgeries and wow, bowels. Hysterectomy being one of them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that and that was that was the last one. But I've had invasive surgeries, and so you know, I'm happy when I you know I'm I just focus a lot on that. And so anytime I have like good BMs is something that's a high point for me um, because I had to. I almost had to. I kind of had to uh, the first. It was the first uh, abdominal. I had to have my gallbladder removed a long time ago, 1988. So that's before laparoscopic surgery. So I have a big giant scar. Wow. Yeah. So that was, yeah, Yeah. right. Exactly. And so I had to kind of refigure out after, I noticed after each consecutive um, uh, stomach surgery with the exception of one, I kind of had to refigure out those, you know, those nerves and endings. You've got to refigure out, hey, how do I do this now? So uh, whenever I have Whenever I have good days and I and, and everything is flowing the way, but I'm excited about that because uh, mm-hmm. it because it can be challenging. So, and that's also a leading indicator too. I think in some sense that your nutrition is going well, yes. that you're eating the right kinds of things, that you're sleeping well, you're hydrating well. It's a good thing to pay for everyone to pay more attention to bowel movements and like especially if you've had any kind of health history with that, like you have, where you need to be super dialed in. But like no one feels good when your GI tracks off, whether you're constipated, bloated, diarrhea, like. It's like the basis for feeling good, you know, like is, is having good digestive health. Exactly. And what I've discovered is as, as I have incorporated, okay, as I'm drinking the water, the way you say, as I'm doing the meal prep and the meal planning and eating, the way you say, what I've discovered is that my skin has improved. My husband even said, it. he said, your skin is softer. I said, what? He said, your skin is softer. And I was like, my husband doesn't really make a whole lot of comments like that. And I said, yeah, so he okay. must be really noticing yeah, something. Like this is like exactly. for him to notice that. That's supposed to be a real thing. That's just not <laughs> something he. He's not just normally making those kind of comments. I was like, huh, okay, some something, something's going on here with the you know. You're probably more hydrated is what it comes down to. I right? definitely I mean, am hydrated drink, with the right kind of. Yeah. I definitely am drinking more water. I'm doing. I'm trying to definitely make eight like the baseline. Uh, eight. 16.9 ounce bottles. I just find that that works for me. What I tend to do in order to keep the schedule, the drinking schedule that you uh, recommend, I drink half a bottle at a time. I don't sip the, I just drink half the bottle at a time and then I drink another half like that. Yep. Yeah. It's a good idea. Just drink it in big gulps because otherwise it can be laborious to like just continue to do small sips. And sometimes if your stomach's empty, just slam it. Exactly. You know? And I don't necessarily, you know, the fasting days, what I did was I did what you said which is, you know, if you're feeling hungry, just, you know, drink some water, which I did. Um, Heading is drink some water. I was like, I got to feeling, and I was, and that's one of the things that I've learned as I've gone through this program is, you know, the things, you know, the tips that you've been providing, they're 100% accurate. And I was sitting, I went, they asked me, why is my head hurting? And I looked and I said, when is the last time you drank some water? And I think it had been maybe two hours since I had something to drink. And I drink some water and I was like, it, you know, and with a couple minutes, it went away. I was like, oh my God, you know, just, just, you gotta, just different, just learning how your body actually works. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm just happy that my, my skin is clearer because as That's I was nice. um, before this program, you know, what I was doing was, which a lot of people do, you, well, I was a wishing and a hoping that I would, things would be better, you know, and, but, you know, if you eat poorly and when I discovered there was, 
actually, the more I followed this program, the more I was able to isolate the things that were problematic for me. So one thing I identified was white flour. White flour is really, really problematic in my digestive tract. really is. And so I don't, I try to not eat, you know, if I can help it, I try not to eat anything with uh, white flour in it. It really just locks me up. And so I try to just leave that alone. But I just have been amazed at how clear my skin has stayed because like sweets is my, you know, that's my Achilles heel. I'm just going to say, I get it from my just... And bread. Good God. Don't I love bread? But I discovered, I was thinking if, if, if you had asked me before this program, what really was my number one trigger, I would have said sweets, but it's not. It's bread. Because the more structured I got this, you know, when, and when I actually, I remember somewhere along like the first week and a half and I'm, you know, doing what you said, do I was like, man, I would, I would just about kill for some sourdough bread right about now. Oh my God. But it's much easier now to just but again, I, I learned that as well. That was helpful to know. I was like, huh, that's a trigger. So I have learned to stay away from certain triggers. Chocolate is a trigger. So, and also it all causes me to break out. I can tell exactly if I have, if I've missed something because there's going to be, I'm going to have some evidence. You're like, yeah, I got to, okay, just drink some, bunch of water, exercise, get this mess out. And the, I also discovered with respect to, and probably a lot of ladies have noticed this who are in the menopause phase of their life. The less carbs that I have on board from, you know, from like the bad stuff, the sweets and all that kind of stuff, for some reason, it's a little bit easier on my system because I'm still having hot flashes and everything, but they're, they are much diminished. And I've, I discovered that as my diet and my rest, I must say that, and my rest, because I did struggle with getting proper rest because I don't sleep all that well sometimes, um, just sometimes just a week, but the better the diet, it you know, the, the less, I would say the less frequency I was having with the, with the hot flashes because I was having hot flashes a lot, um, but they're much, much diminished, but I have them, uh, but they are regular now. If I wake up, as soon as I wake up, I was like, yeah, make her, make her, make Eve hot. It's time to make Eve hot. She's waking up. Just make her hot for some reason. So anyway, as soon as I shower and get dry, make her hot again, uh, you know, businesses, it did come, but, but for some reason, right about the time I go to work, they kind of subside. Until I began to relax again. At least that's that's what I've noticed. But again, but before that, I would have them all throughout the day. And I would have them, oh gosh, I might wake up, I don't know, let's say four to eight times a night because they wake me up um, and they just wake you up. Like, come on, hey, just wake up for no reason. Just wake up, be hot, now be cold. And so, you know, you just, and a lot of that was, I was like, man, when I, when I felt, when I told, when I, when I was telling you at the beginning that I felt like I was out of control, I felt like I was, I just felt like I was swelling out of control. That feeling of out of control is, I forget, I don't know whereabouts, but maybe let's say along two months or so in, I felt it was, it was almost like I realized that a, a, that a switch had been flipped and it was like, it was in the up position and now it's in the down position. Now I don't feel that way anymore. I haven't you know, achieved everything yet, but I don't feel that way anymore. I felt my, my body was like, okay, let's, let's get, and I began to look forward to, um, the structure. I look forward to breakfast. I know because that, that breakfast, something about that, that oats, the rolled oats just does me good. And I want to say medically it's, it's, um, I've had, I get a physical every year and the last physical that I had, I want to say something like my cholesterol went down like 49 points in one area and 51 in another. Nice. And so so the doctor was like, well, what are you doing? So I, because I know that medical folks 
you know, they'll they'll ask you what's going on, but they they only believe most time you only believe numbers. Like, yeah, you, I hear you selling me this, but your numbers, you know, no, your blood your blood says this though, you know, you know. So, um, and it was nice. I think that was one of the first times that I've actually been to the doctor where what I said was reflected in my test results. And so that's a new one for me. And, you know, so it's like, I'm trying, you know, but so a lot of times you're like, well, I'm trying. Yeah, but the trying didn't show up in the blood. So I'm saying, I know I'm, I'm, I'm being facetious, but it, that's what showed up. And I also, there was a kidney number. I don't know exactly. You know, I can spell the word. It's C-R-E-A-T-I-N, I think. Yeah, creatinine, okay. yeah. So for, let's say, I don't know, eight plus years, I know that number, the, the op, the, the, it's supposed to be, there's a, there's, a, there's a range. And I know that the top of the range is 1.0. And for about eight plus years or so, mine had been 1.04. And they was like, oh, well, you don't have to worry about that. I said, yeah, I kind of do because I have, a, I have a family member that has, where creatinine is their entire life. And I know that they have, you know, they're on dialysis and all of this. And so I kind of pay attention to that number. And I was like, I don't, I don't like that number. I said, how do I get that number down? And the doctor told me two things. She said, she said, drink more water and lose weight. And I said, okay. So when I came back, that number went from 1.04 to 0.85. I was in finally in the normal range. And so that's what I'm saying. I mean, numbers that matter to me it, medically that let me, that are an indicator of better health. If the doctor can recognize and say, yeah, that's better health, then, you know, then you're, you're making some progress. So for me, that was, that was a big deal. Um, and so I have another checkup um, at the end of this month. And so I'm hoping that I'm actually, I'm shooting for a particular weight goal because I have been able to get down. I'm shaving up. My body tends to do like this before it goes down. It yep. tends to go like, and then it goes like that. And so I'm, I'm kind of in that cycle, but, but I, I, I started doing something in addition as a support to your, to the journal. What I started using also is a, a monthly calendar. It just, this just shows today. And what I've started doing is tracking that weight so I can look because it, but for some reason I started looking at it and I said, and I also started making a weekly goal. And I found that looking at the calendar for me was the easiest way. Looking at a monthly calendar, the entire calendar was easier for me. For some reason, it kind of helps me process or whatever. So I've just been, and I didn't do that the last time. And I, and I found that very, very helpful. And so, and that's what, that's how I know. I said, oh, my body likes to go up. And then it, before it goes down, it kind of wants to do this. No, no. And then it finally decides to change. So anyway, I just found that um, to be a help. And I've also discovered that this program has, it's not just the weight. It is, my blood is different. My health has improved in a way that I can prove. I can go, go these dead test results right here. My, my health is, is, has improved. And so my sleep is actually better. It's just, it's not exactly where I would like for it to be, but just about everything that I was wanting to make better has been made better by continuing, not just starting the program, but continuing with it, being consistent with it. Yeah. So really powerful. And like, congratulations on that improved blood work. I mean, it's really nice to see the validation on blood work of the internal changes. And like, those are only going to improve. Like, I can't see how your blood pressure doesn't get better over time as you continue to work this lifestyle. It's just kind of like how it is. Yeah. And my blood pressure actually has gotten better, but it just was you know, it was amazing. My focus was, okay, I want to make sure I get off blood pressure medication. I'm not going to do this. 
But it was there was other areas that came on, you know, that cholesterol. I had no idea, but I'm telling you, those rolled whatever it is, it is an oatmeal thing. It is, it is partly the oats. I mean, the fiber, the fiber sources that you're getting in the oats, it binds cholesterol. That plus the exercise, plus the hydration. I mean, it's very clear how the mechanisms of how that cholesterol has gotten so much better. But the oats is a big part of that. You're getting so much soluble fiber, like right in the morning to like bind up a lot of that cholesterol. Yeah, that's awesome. That's been amazing. I, I'm just, and that's why I kind of, that's my go-to. You were saying you need to go to this and a, and a go to that. And initially that was, uh, initially I would say I would, the, for the first maybe two weeks, I kind of struggled with having that. But after that, just having, okay, I know I just, I, you know, preparing things. I, you know, I get my breakfast ready on the weekend. You know, I just prepare it in advance. I already know my salads I, and I know what kind of salad. I mean, I've become a, you know, kind of a little snob about certain cells. And I like, I don't like that kind of like this. And so, but, but I, I know what quantity to buy it in so that it, I know I, I eat a, a huge salad and I have, uh, and I make sure that I get that protein. And I've always been one for like, you got to have protein. I just make sure that it, it has helped me refine how I eat. And I'm more comfortable because I used to all, I used to can only be comfortable and relaxed if I was eating sweets. And that's the truth. And I, I had associated, you know, however I had, come to that point, uh, relaxation means I'm having something sweet. Um, but now I feel relaxed, which is, you know, the way you feel is, is kind of intangible. It's really hard to say, but I can say, honestly, like for instance, I'm here, I, I ate today. I ate a little bit later because um, my schedule was different today. So I ate a little bit later, but I started with the oats today, but I felt, I felt better as soon as I started eating. And as soon as I ate, ate that, and I began to look forward to it. And it's kind of it doesn't, it's not like it's sweet. It doesn't, it's, it, it's actually kind of bland, but I look forward to it. I look forward to meal. Number one is by far my favorite meal. Yeah. So. And I know that stacks on with your morning devotional time, your yeah, water, exactly. it's like a whole thing. So it's like every day you're kicking your day off with like goodness, something you look forward to with some amount of certainty. That's also in the direction of your highest values and goals. Like it's like a blessing every morning for like good health for the path you want to walk. And what is our life other than a string of these days? You win one day, it gives you a certain amount of momentum that you can carry into the next day. And that's really cool to see. And I also think what you said, one other thing is like just the reflective process that you've gone through, paying attention to how your weight fluctuates on a monthly basis, paying attention to how certain foods affect your body. And especially with the bread thing, I think a lot of people can relate to that, like craving bread. But now because you've been so clean and then you introduce these things and you see an effect, I eat this, this happens, or I eat chocolate and I break out and you can make a stronger neuro association. It breaks that form of craving to a certain extent, right? You become recalibrated calibrated to what actually matters. I know there's certain foods for me that I eat them and I have like GI consequences and I don't crave them as much anymore, even though I like the taste of them. It just changes your neuro associations because you're in a reflective process. And the final thing is like that I love you said is especially during times of hormonal changes around menopause, the more consistent signals we can give our body the more consistent the body will respond in kind. Like the rhythms of consistency with nutrition, sleep, and exercise has probably led to a lot of your more consistent experiences of hot flashes, of slightly better sleep. You know, like it's a we're, we're rhythmed machines, biologically speaking. So the more consistency, the body really appreciates that. Yeah, I remember I read recently that was one of the things you said something about sleep. And I, re- I mean, I devoured that thing about sleep because that has been my biggest challenge in this, in the program. I would say, I said biggest, well, let's say consistency follow a close second with sleep. 
And I read the, there was a PDF that we could download and I downloaded it. I keep it on my uh, tablet and there is a section of it that talks about the indicators of, uh, you know, if you're having struggling with sleep. And I had six out of the 10. I said, oh my goodness. So I started implementing some of the things, you know, some, hey, this is how you can improve your sleep. So one of the things that I'm going to do at my doctor visit at the end of this month is I'm going to ask about one of the things you talk about is a supplement called melatonin. And I said, I'm going to ask about that before him because I want to make sure it's not going to you know, make my blood pressure higher, whatever. So I, I just, I never just add something in without checking about the blood pressure first. But there was something you said earlier about, you know, the triggers and being consistent. And you were saying like, there's certain foods that you can eat where you're going to have a GI, you know, uh, response. And I'm going to tell you, uh, I probably, it is probably just for me and it may sound silly, but w- one of my favorite desserts is I, I just love Dairy Queen. I'm not, I don't work for them or anything. I just, that's my favorite ice cream in the world. <laughs> I love Dairy Queen. I have not had Dairy Queen since I started this program because ice cream, I discovered as I, again, as we go, ice cream just does a number on my, mm-hmm. and, and a little bit better response with Dairy Queen. That's right. I may, I said, well, maybe after I hit the go, maybe I'll have a, a, just a tablespoon of it or something. But, um, that solid ice cream that you buy in the store, whatever it is that makes it, it just tears my stomach all to pieces. I am not lactose intolerant, but I said, you know, I can't, I can't live. I mean, the, the, it is painful. So yeah. um, I'm not sure why I had to, had to experience that so many times before I realized, yeah, you might not, don't eat that, you know? So, mm-hmm. but that's what has helped me. I, it's for me, it is, it is significant that I can say I have not had ice cream in like in a period of months. It is significant because I have never been there's never been any time in my life before this where I would go any appreciable amount of time without ice cream. I love ice cream, but it's been amazing. One thing that I really do that excites me and that I'm very appreciative of is that the things that I, the foods that I love do not control me anymore because I was controlled by food before and I'm not controlled by food anymore. I'm not where I want to be you know, with respect to my health wise, you know, one, one day, you know, when I come, Hey, I'm going to put it on that Facebook. I'm going to be on there. Hey, I've got off my, you know, you're going to hear about it, but it's, I am, I'm just thankful that I can say that I'm no longer controlled by food because I was before. And sometimes all of that should, you know, you don't want to admit it, you know, it's embarrassing. Oh my God, you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm an adult. I'm a girl. Why, how can food control? Well, it does, you know, you can, you, your habits, you eat things and whatever like that. And so I do know, I no longer you know, I know for sure food is not controlling me, but it definitely was controlling me before. It was definitely controlling my day. There were certain day, part of times of the day I knew I was going to have to have a snack. I was going to have to eat this, that, and the other. And that was, it was very consistent. And that's why I was overweight. And that's why I was struggling. And just, you know, without, you know, trying to exercise it away. And that was the other thing, doctor, I know that I'm not sure how much time we have, but I did want to say this. And because of my military training, because I was a powerlifter, I was of the mindset that I can exercise everything away. Because I don't want to change what I eat. I like what I'm eating. I want to change it. I just want to exercise, feel better. And that doesn't exactly work, especially the older you get. And so I had to get away from that. But it, it, it was the process, like that first six months, that's what helped me clean. It's like, it was like a wash. Every day you're getting, you're washing something and some, and some more of the junk from your life that you just stuck in there about eating and being healthy just gets kind of cleaned out. And so I got away from that mindset. No, it's not just exercise. You can't just exercise and eat like a crazy person and feel good. You just can't. And, but, but that was my, but that was hundred percent my mindset. If I just exercise harder, which is why I did CrossFit for a while. Oh my God, CrossFit just hurt my, 
I did it for a while, but it just, I, I don't like those Olympic lifts. There's a whole lot about the CrossFit that I didn't, that didn't work for me, but um, I was trying, but that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to exercise my way. And I, and you consistently say in this program, you cannot exercise your way out of a bad diet. I think that kind of comes up. Definitely it's a, does. It's a continual thing. So anyway, so finally that little light switch went on and it was like, oh, when I drink water, when I eat right, when I exercise right, and when I sleep right, those four things for me, that has been what has been foundation and what has changed. Well, that's what has changed me. It has changed, changed my life at this point. So Nice. What a wonderful conversation, Eve. Thank you for sharing everything that you did. It was beautiful to witness everything that you've done, the trajectory, the new levels of self-awareness you have, and just the great health effects. Like I wish you an amazing year ahead, 2023, more progress, more great stuff. And like, I feel blessed that we could have this really fun conversation. I get to experience you in person here and that you get to share your story with so many women. Well, absolutely fantastic meeting you. And like I said, I just enjoyed I, just watching your videos and everything. I just, just the way that you present, just your natural manner of presentation. To me, that was, that was the helpful, that was beneficial for me. So I'm just so glad that I found Fit Mother Project. I don't know how long you've been out there, but I was like, I'm so glad that I found this. And I'm um, hopefully to the ladies that are out there, um, just follow this instruction. Don't be like me. Try to, try to, don't try to add modifications. Just follow it and just reap the benefits. So thank you for having me today. I really am. I'm just blessed and thankful to be here. Thanks so much, Eve. All right. Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you. Please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our Complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our Complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast. 